All right, let's get to it. Welcome to another edition of Fan Speculation. My name is CJ Palmasano. I'm your host. And tonight, today, tomorrow, whenever the hell you're listening to this, I'm being joined by a returning guest and friend of the pod, Pat Rona. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, fellas and ladies? Are you listening? How are we doing over there? Well, I'm doing good. I can't speak for everybody else who's listening, but I'm sure they're doing good, too. Uh, <laughs> so, Pat, was uh, he's originally going to come on the podcast with uh, me and Vinny. Uh, Vinny had had a bit of a uh, situation he needs to take care of. He's all good, so but he'll be back next week. Pat's filling in, and um, this is going to be like a first like one-on-one conversation you and I have probably had in quite some time. Yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, we caught up a while minute, back. A couple of years. Yeah. yeah. But um, the last time I was on the pod, I think, March. But I'm all caught up on most of your episodes. That's good, man. It's all good, whether you're caught up or... Big, big supporter of, of it. So thank you for having me back. Of course, man. We had a great time with you last time. We got a lot to get into uh, with the podcast this evening, this day. Again, whenever you're listening, it's... It's not live shit here, people. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. So we're going to be speculating some stuff about what may come with D23 with some Marvel stuff and maybe some Star Wars stuff. We have some time. Um, going to be talking about some casting rumors that apparently is going to be uh, announced this coming weekend at D23. Uh, going to be going a little over, over She-Hulk. And uh, let's just kind of get into She-Hulk right now. So episode four of She-Hulk, uh, give a brief rundown. Uh, Jen is kind of... S- in her own little element in her job now. We last saw her where she was twer- twerking with Megan B. St- uh, ne- Megan the Stallion, sorry. Megan the Stallion, and you either loved that or hated it or just enjoyed it, depending on what kind of person you are. Um, it's just a show, people. It's it's comedy, so don't don't take it seriously. Um, we saw her. She's That's her client, but now we see her. She's uh, starting a dating profile. We now see the whole Johnny uh, Donnie Blaze scenario come out to play. Uh, he's a sorcerer or tried to be a sorcerer who was there for about three weeks and then he fucked off and took a sling ring. Things got messy. Wong went over to get her as a lawyer. They tried to sue and things didn't work out. And it turns out Wong became good friends with a drunk college girl and who talks like that's, uh, but I think a very key important thing to talk about mainly with this episode is, is that we got some really really hard teases to Mephisto in this episode and I think it Marvel doesn't do they, they always do things intentionally and this girl was sent to another dimension she had like a heart in her hand and she said that a goat guy came and I couldn't say his name it's a secret otherwise he said he'd kill all of my friends and my family and who I love um because to me, Pat, that was the most interesting bit of, as far as like what can happen next, the most interesting bit of the episode. I don't know about you. That's exactly how I felt, because she's just drunk, literally like drunk out of her mind, and she said goat, like, I'm just thinking like, say, she was so, you know, inebriated, just drunk, she couldn't even tell the difference. And there's a tease, whenever there's a portal, he opens it, there's like a skull on a skewer, like, or a spear, really. And I saw that in the background, and I was like, this is like a version of hell. This, And then I'm like, that's Mephisto. Who else could it be? Yeah. I mean, that's my big, that's my big guess, because 
you know, she said goat-like, and then she had to do the six drops of blood to go back home and came back with a heart. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's some sketchy-ass shit. Like, that's some ritual, you know, <laughs> something. And it's going to lead up to something in the future, I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, people who want to see, like, more of the darker side of the MCU and we've kind of touched upon those things with Moon Knight was a very dark series, very different from what the MCU have sh what we've seen so far. Multiverse of Madness does did t uh, tap into a bit of the uh, the darker side of the MCU. Uh, <clears throat> the and the whole thing is that you know we are supposed to be getting projects like Blade coming up. Uh, we would love to see another Moon Knight uh, season two, uh, Moon Knight season two rather. Uh, you know, the Midnight Suns is a project that's been rumored for a while now. I think it's very well possible that that's leading to Mephisto's lair. I guess essentially the the Marvel version of Hell. Um, it's the biggest tease of Mephisto that we've seen. We got little teases in Wandavision, and we didn't really get much of anything. But I think this is more of a tease than Wandavision, and it. I think things will probably be answered more in time, maybe with like. A Blade trailer, and I think one thing that people may be sleeping on with uh, She-Hulk right now is that, sure, it's a comedy, and and people may not be crazy about the whole thing, but She-Hulk is looks is looking to really interconnect a whole lot of stuff, and it's really yeah. looking to expand more. Like I, I think like She-Hulk, my whole thing before the show started, like I think She-Hulk is going to expand more when we get to the Thunderbolts. But now we're expanding upon things where it could be expanding stuff for like the Midnight Sun projects with characters like Doctor Strange and Moon Knight, etc. Think about that because um, Mephisto, he's off, he's like often fighting in, uh, he's in huge conflict with Doctor Strange. Yes. Doctor Doom and they cause this whole incursion that's responsible for like that whole cosmic ghost rider. So that creates a whole nother like parallel to where you can just go off with that. Yeah. And I think it's, it's teasing something small, very like right now it's like not that big, but I'm like, I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like looking deep into it. And I'm like, this is, they wouldn't just do this. Cause in, um, was it those like flying bats that came out of that portal? Yes, later in the episode. Yeah, yeah, and they started growing and all that, and I was like, uh, that's like literally actually hell. Like, <laughs> it reminded me of this uh, Xenomorphs in uh, the Alien movie. Because mm -hmm. they grow so fast, and I was like, uh, like that's, it's, it's some sagey shit, and it's like uh, Mephisto. I think it's just leading up to the future, to where it's like, like you were saying, like a darker, more creepier version of Marvel. Yeah, and I feel like the other thing She-Hulk has done, like it's the it's I think it's like the one Disney Plus show at the moment that's really interconnected. Like I said, interconnecting a lot of other projects because not only you know we've had Wong and he's come in and we've kind of referenced things from Spider-Man: No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, and you know we're all Daredevil is supposed to be coming into this show. Uh, so the street, the the darker side, the uh. The, the Avengers level threat type of stuff, you know, that's come kind of all coming together with She-Hulk. And honestly, I think that's a great way to really make people remember and talk about this show. Like, I think it's doing, at least how I'm seeing, it will be doing the opposite of what, like, a Book of, Book of Boba Fett did, where, like, the show got really, really good, like, when Mando showed up. And spoilers if you've never seen the Book of Boba Fett at this point. Um... You know, where like one of the best episodes of the entire show is where Boba Fett isn't even in it. 
I think Marvel is kind of doing the opposite of that, and they're kind of trying to do that with She-Hulk. She's still, obviously, the prominent character of the show. It is her show, but we're still getting all these fun little cameos and little Easter eggs. Best part is she lets you know. She's like, hey, I'm glad you're enjoying this, but this is only episode four, and this is my show, so just wait for the finale. That's pretty much she lets, she's like confirming it. You know? yeah, you can't just be like, all these other people are going to take over and you're going to like, no, she's going to do some marvelous shit and just go crazy. And that's what I picture for the season finale. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the season finale could entail. Um, I feel like my personal thing is I still feel like we'll get some kind of Thunderbolts um, tease of some kind in this show because, you know, I still think uh, Blonsky, I still think he could be a part of the Thunderbolts. Uh, abomination that is I still think he could be a part of that because we already see other characters like Yelena Belova and John Walker US agent and there was actually an article not too long ago um, and this happens a lot I remember things that we probably could talk about literally when we record uh, is that Yelena Belova is set to apparently be the leader of the Thunderbolts when the movie comes out maybe we could get some connection with her uh, with She-Hulk and Yelena Belova or with She-Hulk and, and Val maybe see something like that but i was thinking um abomination like this is random but do you think he actually means it like he's good and he changed and he's actually rehabilitated i'm not particularly sure i mean it's possible i mean we've been we've been you know led to believe that you know bad guys who say they're good are full of shit for so many years with different movies and TV shows um, in any concept. It doesn't have to be a superhero movie uh, or show to, to make you believe or disbelieve that. But I feel like there's a small chance that he is reformed in a way. But I also feel like if he is going to be a part of the Thunderbolts, I feel like it could play into the whole, oh, I am good, and maybe it takes a... Because I'm not sure when the timeline of when the Thunderbolts will be released, but Val is obviously a big uh, influencer in the government of, uh, to some degree, so maybe she's, in, she, she's able to sway the committee who gave Blonsky his parole and get, like say, oh, give him X amount of time like to see, to see how he really is. And then maybe lift that whole, uh, you know, change the don't change the abomination thing because I I might have some good use for him, you know. The world needs Avengers and actually not Avengers. The world needs a new team and no one knows what's up with the Avengers. So I feel like she could kind of, you know, she could be the 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 factor of of Blonsky and maybe he is kind of like reformed, but he's yeah. not entirely. Who knows? Because that that is the thing with the Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts are bad guys. They're kind of like anti-heroes. But some of the quote-unquote villains that have been a part of this group have, at some point do see the error of their ways, and they do try to make amends. Yeah, I figured they might have, you know, potentially taken a darker turn since that's what they're kind of poking at. Mm-hmm. But, like, he just, he pretty much gets his way, and he's free, and he's able to do whatever he wants. Possibly. And it reminds me of uh, Thor Ragnarok whenever Bruce had no idea what had happened for two years. Like, what if something like that happens and it's abomination, you know? 
he just takes over and he thought he was reformed and he thought he can control it, something like that. But I'm th that's a good thing. <laughs> I guess I guess that's a what if. Maybe no, but I feel like that could happen. But I feel like Blons Blonsky would be more in control. I feel like we are going to see that eventually. We're going to see Hulk become like the Hulk again, and we're not going to get Smart Hulk anymore. Like I, I've I've had the theory, and many others have had, where like when Hulk goes back to Sakaar, I feel people feel like he's going to see his son, and then that the Hulk is going to blame Banner, and he's going to go absolutely insane because he was kept away from his son for God knows how many years—five, six, seven years at this point in the MCU. Yeah, I feel that. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, a lot to go in there. But, I mean, overall, I think She-Hulk is still getting better because now in the past two episodes, it have made me think of, well, what was this for and what was this for? Like, the last episode, it was like, who were the guys that were trying to attack her and, like, who, and who is their boss? And this one in particular with the whole darker dimension, I'm really enjoying the show. What would you say has been the best episode for you so far, Pat? Um, I watched three and four back-to-back literally back to back and so it's uh an hour total and the whole thing felt like one episode even though it was two so i really enjoyed watching three leading up to four and then four finishing off and i was like okay like the you were talking about the guys who jumped her and all that like why do they have asgardian tools and all this and then why is there a asgardian shapeshifter you know all these questions are being raised and Good point. I thought it was like this comedy. Yeah. Good point. I forgot about the whole As uh, Asgard part of this. You know, uh, yeah. again, very interconnected, more of the MCU. But um, moving on to from She-Hulk, we have a lot of other stuff happening. D23 is this coming weekend. Today, I think, when the time we re release this episode, um, there are some rumors going around about some actors who can be showing up. In uh, for D23 and showing up in the MCU. Now, uh, there was a list a little while ago that uh, good our good buddy, a uh, friend of the podcast, Andreas, either sent to me. Yes, he sent directly to me. So this is, and this is going to correlate with, with the notes we have, Pat, just one second. So we have from, from Emmett Kennedy, who is, I believe, a sports analyst. He does break stories and scoots, but he's not really a... Marvel store, uh, you know, in the film industry. But, so we could take things with a grain of salt, but it also goes with the rumors that we're hearing. That apparently Marvel Studios have hired these actors to be confirmed at D23. John Boyega, Henry Cavill, Jodie Comer, Daisy Edgar-Jones, John Krasinski, Giancarlo Esposito, and Denzel Washington. And it also goes with the rumors that we're hearing about the Fantastic Four casting. So let's get this one out of the way uh, so people can finally stop hearing me say that they want me to say uh, John Cena as the thing and and Joe Keery or Dacre Montgomery as the Human Torch and then John Hamm as Dr. Doom. So you can all hear, be done with that once after this weekend. So the first one coming up, one of those actresses, uh, actors, let's go with uh, Jodie Comer. Uh, Jodie Comer, uh, I think, is probably best known for in the movie Free Guy. I have not seen Free Guy, but I look give, given the look of her, she is being rumored to be cast as Sue Storm. I think that's a pretty good pick there, just on the... A bit on on her look alone. I heard she was very good in Free Guy. Uh, we'll get through these a little bit, but also let's kind of lump this one together. John Krasinski apparently will be the MCU's Mister Fantastic. Now, we all, if for those of you who all saw Multiverse of Madness at this point, John Krasinski was cast as Mister Fantastic for the movie, but he wasn't the MCU's Mister Fantastic necessarily. It wasn't the main MCU universe. 
um, the 616 universe, but uh, people wanted him in, and that's why they chose him to be Mr. Fantastic. So, Pat, what do you think about these two casting choices for Krasinski returning to be the main MCU Mr. Fantastic and Jodie Comer uh, as uh, Invisible Woman? So, Jodie Comer is Invisible Woman. Um, if you have not watched Free Guy and you're a gamer, you're messing up because it is an amazing movie and it'll change your whole perspective. Like, it's just a really good movie and it gets really deep, even though it's just like a comedy type deal. So, she played, I think it was like the supporting actors, and I felt she did a really good job. You know, you feel emotions that you wouldn't expect to feel in like a. I guess a supposed family-friendly type movie. Anyway, I thought she was a good actor. Invisible, uh, Invisible Woman. I'm used to the original cast, so my my choice would be like, let's bring back Jessica Alba if she, you know, she's still doing her acting thing. Just be like, yo, we need you. Like, <laughs> you want to be invisible? <laughs> you need you want to be Invisible Woman one more time? And she's like, sure. Like that's you know that's what I would like, but. Um, I think she's going to do a great job, honestly, because she's able to, you know, like captivate you and bring you in and make you feel things you wouldn't necessarily expect to feel in like a certain type of movie. So, yeah, I would say she's a good actor and a good pick. I think so. As, I think so as well. I, I And I am messing up. I, I've actually wanted to see Free Guy, but I just haven't found the time. I know it's on Disney Plus, so I'll have to make time to see it soon. But um, but I think love going. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but uh, John Krasinski, uh, looking, looking, it's looking like he's going to be coming back as the main Mister Fantastic. How do you feel about that? I am a fan of it, but then again, I kind of contradict myself because I like the original casting. Well, I think the original so, casting could come for like a Secret Wars scenario. You know, uh, that I could yeah, say. Yeah, that could be dope. But um, yeah, you know, he's pretty much perfect for the role. I liked him in um, Multiverse of Madness, except, you know, whenever he gave away everyone's, like, secret powers, essentially. <laughs> Black Bolts. <laughs> and caused, yeah, caused their own demise. Wanda was like, thank you, you know, kind of. But, um, no, he's a great he's a great pick, and I like him as an actor, and he can, you know, do his thing. I think because just for so long, people have wanted it, and he's wanted it, too. I mean, the the one thing that I just wanted as far as, like, a fun surprise cameo or just a fun little, like, thing was John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic but just because he wanted it. And he, like, you look at the, the, the fan art that people made of him and then just him in the movie, he, he looked awesome. Like, he had, like, you know... He, he made his on- entrance. Yeah. Talk, yeah, talk about his entrance because that shit was epic. I got chills. I was like, okay. He made yeah. me believe. And I was like, here I go. Yeah, and what did you think? What did you think about his? Uh, sorry, what did you no, think about ahead. his entrance whenever the cameras didn't get on him? Oh, that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. I was just like seeing that porter on like, oh wait, yo, it's like, like that was my that was my favorite part of the movie. Like honestly, just him being in there for a little bit. I'm just like, well, if they and that gives me hope of like, well, maybe he'll be the MCU's main Mister Fantastic, and and he appears to be. Um, and at least with, when we'll go into these other rumored car- uh, castings. Um, in the comics, Reed Richards, it, there is a bit of an age gap between him and Sue Storm, and I know John Krasinski is in his um, he's got to be like in his forties, close to it almost. Um, and I'll see like Jodie Comer, she how old she is? 
Uh, she's 30 years old. So the age difference appears to be similar. Um, now, there were rumors that Marvel kind of wanted to have like a bit of a younger cast, uh, but with the exception of Krasinski. And we'll go into this next guy here for uh, the Human Torch. His name is uh, Ross Lynch. Uh, if you might know, he is the he was from the Disney uh, Disney uh, bleh, Disney Channel show Austin and Allie, and he is a songwriter. Uh, he's in the band. Where is his band called? Uh, the R. He was in a band called The Driver Era, and he's in the band called he was in a band called R Five. So you look at this kid. He's very young. He is a very young, uh, relatively unknown actor. But um, I look at him, and he could easily be Johnny Storm and it makes sense considering Johnny Storm is the younger brother of Sue Storm um I think it's I think that's a good probably a good way to go with a more of a more of an unknown character or or actor lesser known actor like um like for instance you know we're getting a guy like like Tom Holland as Spider-Man for instance you know Tom Holland had been acting for a bit, but nobody knew who the hell he was until he played Spider-Man. And that this could potentially jumpstart this kid's career. Yeah, definitely. Ross Lynch. Um, I'm not going to lie. Whenever I heard the name, I had to look him up. Yeah, and I did too. So I, I, didn't, no, I didn't know yeah. who he was. No, just like what you were saying, I had no idea who this was. And I was like, all right, well, let's give it a chance. Let's see what happens. Because Marvel never really disappoints. And then whenever they do, you're either... In the wrong, you got to give it some time, or maybe they messed up, but they usually don't mess up. Well, going to that, they might mess up with this next pick if the rumor is true. Oh this, shit! Don't this, go there. This was this was there. this was something that Vinny and I talked about a while back, and I still stand by it. Rumors are that Seth Rogen is going to be playing the thing in the Fantastic Four and in the MCU, and I wrote in my notes here, and Pat can attest to this, in parentheses, I wrote, Seth Rogen, the thing. Uh, sorry, Seth Rogen's the thing. Parentheses, fuck no. I'm sorry. Uh, I am. I do not like that choice. Um, I think we all really liked Seth Rogen at one point when he was doing Knocked Up and Super Bad and Pineapple Express. All those movies are funny and really great. But at some point, I think we all just kind of like, we we either hate you or we can only take you in healthy doses. And my concern with Seth Rogen potentially playing the thing is that it's good. The thing is, and I, I think I mentioned this to you off mic, Pat. I'm afraid they're going to go too much uh, comedy in the sense of where they've kind of gone with Drax and where they kind of nerf the Hulk in a sense. Not that like Boosh Banner is being more like funny and everything, but I'm afraid of what's going to happen to him. I mean, some people say like, oh, well, he's going to be in a mocap suit, mainly for the voice. I'm like, yes, but there are a lot of other people who I would prefer. Like, there was rumors a while ago, and rumors for She-Hulk in particular, that Jason Segel would be uh, it, playing the thing in She-Hulk. It wouldn't really make sense, but I think Jason Segel would be a much better pick as the thing than Seth Rogen, in my personal opinion. Uh, my notes on Seth Rogen as the thing, I have, I hope not. Yeah. Serious notes shouldn't <laughs> serious no serious roles shouldn't use comedians. Also, he has one voice slash personality. Yeah, and, and then his voice, like his life, like it can work because he does. You know, he can do serious movies, but you're not known for serious movies. You're known for comedies, and it'll yeah. throw the whole thing off. And we, you know, we Marvel's got to you know put some muscle back in it. 
Not that there's anything wrong with what's going on, but like some of these guys need a boost, like a like a buff, like get the gym type, you know. Yeah, and that that's my thing. thing. I, I'm just like I, I don't know how I'm gonna feel when I hear Seth Rogen's voice as the thing go. It's clobbering time. <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel about that. It's it's I don't I know. Think I just laughed like him. I swear. That's <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not hard to do. Seth, oh man, my uh, choice for uh, the thing. This is gonna sound controversial. Anybody listening? But I had Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If he wasn't involved with DC, I would say that's, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, I think everybody that's kind of like their their pick, but also their their funny pick too. Huh, his name is he was his wrestling name was The Rock, and he'll be playing a rock character. I've I've seen those so many. I wouldn't mind it. My thing, my thing, my pick for the thing, like, and this is before he got cast in DC, and this is a different. Uh, former wrestler, I guess. Uh, I think John Cena would would have made a great thing, but he's kicking ass as Peacemaker. I'm I'm almost done with this show, yeah. and I'm just I'm loving. Yeah, so you're enjoying much. that, aren't you? Yeah, I yeah. am. I think I'm on episode six or seven. Like I'm I'm getting towards the end of the season, but uh, but yeah, I thought John. I think John Cena could have done a great job because I think he is he's hilarious. And he has great comedic timing, but. I think he can also have like a serious rooting presence because this is, isn't just basing off like his acting stuff, but just as a wrestler, you know, as wrestlers, you do have to have some kind of acting talent in there. And some people who aren't wrestling yeah. fans might be shitting on me, be like, oh, you, yeah, like, you do because they're playing characters, you know, like, sure, those characters, a lot of them can be. Uh, you know, ex- over-exaggerated versions of themselves. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin always said, the best characters are yourself, are is a version of yourself turned up to eleven. And I don't know. I th- I thought John Cena could have done a great great job. Um, we kind of have to trust the process in this. Nine times out of ten, Marvel does do a great job with the casting. If Seth Rogen is indeed going to be playing the thing. I'm gonna have to wait and see how things go. I'm not gonna like it if it's the truth at first, but if if they do a good job, if the Fantastic Four movie as a whole is great, and if Seth Rogen does his part as the thing, I'll I'll willing to admit if I'm wrong about something. But on paper, it's just not something I'm into. I mean, if they drop it like that, shoot. I hope I hope he proves me wrong because it's not that I'm doubting him. I'm just you know I expect him in comedy movies. And yeah. there's that serious moment, and like you said, to the previous joke, but like if that happens, it's gonna essentially ruin the moment. I'm gonna be like, Ugh. but I, you know, like I said, I trust Marvel because so far it's been it's been a it's been a smooth ride in my opinion. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, sure. The, not everything's perfect, but for the most part, they have a great track record. I, I think something of it was. The Fantastic Four has had such a bad history, you know, like the first two movies, like the first, like out of the three Fantastic Four movies, the first one is the best, but it's not going off of anything that's so amazing, you know, the Fantastic Four have had a very rough, rough time in cinema. And even when they tried to do that reboot in 2015, like that was, was, I never seen it, but for a reason. For a reason, sorry. But yes, the, the, there is a video I saw of, of a YouTube channel called The Real Rejects, and this guy Koi, he's like kind of like the you know their honorary third member of the of the channel, 
and he ranked like the the top 10 worst comic book movies that fantastic four movie is in there and it showed what doctor doom looked like in the movie i'm like he looked like an ultron bot like that's doctor doom like one of the greatest villains of all time in marvel comics like it's it 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 blew my mind um we kind of have to move thing move things going forward but uh, let's go into uh, another name on that list was Henry Cavill. So Henry Cavill is a is an actor who Marvel has kind of been wanting for a while, or at least fans have been giving him like fan casting roles. He's open open to saying he would love to play um, uh, Captain Britain, and a lot of concept bars out there with him as Captain Britain. But he is rumored to play two different characters, one being Sentry and the other being Hyperium. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Pat, but I believe Sentry is the one that's more of a Superman-S type character. They're both Superman-S type characters, so they mm-hmm. both feel they both fill the roles. And, and Henry- you can argue one or the other, but they both have they all have essentially the same powers. Mm-hmm. And this is where it gets weird because Henry Cavill, like Superman, DC, and you bringing him here, it's this whole like obviously it's not you know multiverse type shit but in the real life it is because you know this real actor is gone in this universe maybe i'm overthinking it but like i think it's going to be super cool it'll bring it'll bring you know like collision because dc and marvel are going to be like we both got to watch this movie. yeah it's a thing and, oh sorry let me cut you off or, sorry, sorry it was like is it a, i'm not sure if it's going to be a movie or a show because it was um, Hyperion, who was the other one. Similar similar powers. It's supposed to be rumored to be in Loki season two, mm-hmm. and then Sentry. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But but yeah, that's what I had to say about that. I'm I'm excited about Henry Cavill because I love him as an actor. Um, I know a lot of people shit on DC Universe. Their animated movies are a hundred percent dope. Their live action, not so much, but. The original Superman movie that came out, or I mean, not the original, but the the one with Henry Campbell. If you go ahead and rewatch that, you'll have a good time. I think, like when it first came out, people didn't really know what to think of it. I think Cavill as Superman did a good job. I also, it's a lot of thing with DC where, like, I didn't try to blame too much on the actors, but more so on the writing and the stuff that came writing. through. Yeah. Um, I think apparently, you know, characters like. Cavill's Superman and Affleck's Batman have been redeemed with the extended cut versions of the Batman versus Superman Dawn Justice movie and the Snyder cut version of uh, of the Justice League. I haven't watched those movies and I don't really have the time I, or maybe want to sit through those movies. I don't know because I was so badly burned. But I think Henry Cavill is definitely a guy who you'd want to have in the MCU, I mean, there's a lot of different characters who he could play, you know, I thought, you know, Henry Cavill could have been a decent pick for, like, an Adam Warlock, maybe, Adam Warlock has been, you know, rumored for a long time in the MCU, and now we got him, I can't remember his name, the kid was in, uh, We're the Millers and Maze Runner, uh, he's gonna be in Guardians 3 playing, uh, Adam Warlock, but, you know, there's another character who I thought could have, you know, he was rumored maybe he could play, like, a Cyclops or something, um, I remember reading about the Loki season two rumor and it makes me excited because I think he may have gotten a bad rap 
in uh, DC. And maybe he's trying to redeem himself, or maybe he just knows this is the biggest franchise in all of Hollywood, and he wants to make some fucking money. Um, another character who I thought he could have possibly played is Nova, and we'll go into Nova in a little bit, but the actor in question to play Nova is actually John Boyega. If you all remember, he played Finn in the, most famously playing Finn in the Star Wars uh, uh, sequel franchise. Uh, I'll read a little bit about Nova here. So, Nova, appearing in the American comic books, published by Marvel Comics, Wikipedia, great job. The character appeared historically as the stars of it, star of his own series, and other time as supporting character in the team books such as The New Warriors. He's a member of the intergalactic police force known as the Nova Corps, for which he gained superhuman abilities including enhanced strength, fight, resistance to injury. In May 2021, Nova placed 98th on IGN's Top 100 Comic Book team heroes of all time and 19th in their top 50 Avengers in 2012 so let's kind of go into a little bit of his history here uh, publication history the character was created in 1966 by Mav Wolfman in issue 3 of the fan-sized super adventures blah 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 going through all this stuff um, Nova has appeared as a member of the secret Avengers during the first four issues team uh, uh, in in a, yeah, the Secret Avengers series from May and August of 2010. He appears to have like a little more notoriety in the more of the newer realm here. But yes, like the Nova Corps, as we saw in the in Guardians of the Galaxy one, we saw you know that you know the team that Glenn Close was running and that John C. Riley was on. Um, I'm curious because the Nova Corps was on Xandar and. Thor told the Guardians in Infinity War that Zan that Xandar was completely destroyed by Thanos. It was almost completely destroyed. We don't know where he's been. We don't know how his origin story will play out. But I think John Boyega playing the character is a really, really good shout. Uh, John Boyega as Nova. Um, man, he's a man of men. <laughs> Sorry. Slurring up my words. He's a man of many talents. Mm-hmm. And he can just pretty much kill any role. So I feel him as Nova. I mean, it'd be a little different, but it'll switch it up. And he can add his own you know, swagger and spice to it. And it's going to be something to where people are going to be like, yo, I'm, I'm very interested in this. This is, this is big. That kind of deal. I saw... Um, for Nova, the other person they had in question was uh, this was a uh, this was a fan theory because I got lost in that whole thing when I was uh, looking up you know stuff for notes, mm-hmm. and it said it was between John Boyega and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, I've heard too. That would be an interesting uh, pick for Nova. I'm also seeing here that apparently Nova has been a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, so maybe our first tease of Nova could possibly be in um, uh, what we call it as a post-credit scene for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I don't know. I think John Boyega needs a role that's really going to make people sink sink their teeth into him, and unfortunately, he just hasn't had the best luck when it came to uh, a Star Wars the Star Wars franchise. I loved I love John Boyega. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I, I think he deserves so so much more. Um and Marvel's yeah. Marvel's gonna put him on. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. So and we're I gonna think... we're gonna go we're gonna go John Boyega over everybody else. Yeah. That's what we're gonna expect from D twenty three. They're gonna say his name and we can celebrate next week. 
Absolutely. Uh, there's a few other car- uh, actors that were on that list to kind of go over, and then we'll kind of go into a little bit of uh, to uh, some some thoughts about what else could happen in D23. Uh, Denzel Washington and Giancarlo Esposito. Um, I personally think Giancarlo Esposito, Giancarlo Esposito could have played Doctor Doom, but I'm not particularly sure at this point. Some people are saying like Denzel Washington could play like a variant of Kang the Conqueror or uh, like uh, Immortus, for example. And I would love that. I that mean, would be that would be intense as Denzel, like you just Denzel in a Marvel movie. It'll throw everybody off. It would. I don't, I, I don't see it happening, but if it did, it would literally throw everybody off. Yeah, I, I mean, he'd have to play a significant role, and I feel like he wouldn't be tied down to like the whole possible 10-year commitment of a Marvel movie, so I really see him playing more of a villain in the MCU more than a hero. Um, real quickly, going into this, and um, there have been some reports about some Black Panther reshoots. Now, I think above all, and uh, I don't mean to cut things a little short here, Pat, but something's coming up, and I kind of impressed for time, so maybe spend like another 10 minutes or so on this. Um, That's cool. So, there are currently Black Panther Wakanda Forever reshoots. The state of the Black Panther franchise with Chadwick Boseman's passing is very unknown. A lot of people think Shuri will take up the mantle. There are even some rumors going around that maybe there'll be multiple Black Panthers. Uh, There's a rumor a while ago that Nakia and T'Challa could have had a son, and in the MCU when he passes away, they give birth to the son. In the future, he becomes the new Black Panther. Um, I'm thinking for this weekend... We are definitely going to get an official trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever because it does kind of fit in that timeline of when Marvel likes to get the promotion starting for the next film they're going to promote. 100% agree. Black Panther is my favorite all-time Marvel movie, so I'm like really invested in this. I saw the teaser trailer and the one that was out recently. I'm not sure if he was fan made or not, but... Probably because they only my uh, trailer. Okay, yeah, then it had to be that. But um, my theory is um obviously number one is Shuri because that's how you like that's how it was supposed to go in the show that I had watched, which was canon. It was uh, a while back. I sent you a. It was you and Vinny text. It was about this. Uh, it was like a BT series of this Black Panther, mm-hmm. but um. He ends up dying, and Shuri takes over the throne. Yes, you did tell us about that. That was very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, and it's supposed to be, you know, like canon, so that's what I'm expecting. And there was something about a child or something, so they teased that in the trailer, too, as well. So I'm thinking... I'm thinking both those things could happen. I think easily, I think Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, I think it makes the most sense for her to be... um, to take on the mantle of Black Panther... Um, and I think even setting up uh, T'Challa, uh, potentially uh, T'Challa's son in the MCU if they want to go that route for, because, you know, Kevin Feige has said that he is setting up the next, like, 10 years worth of Marvel content, and very well we could easily see, uh, you know, a young act, a young baby and then growing up to be Black Panther. Um, we could see a lot coming out of this. Um, I think as far as other, like maybe trailers will be seeing, I think we'll definitely be seeing, um, quite possibly a teaser trailer for Ant-Man, the Wasp quantum mania. There was a guardians of the galaxy volume three and an Ant-Man, the Wasp quantum mania teaser trailer shown at 
Comic-Con, but not to the public. Uh, I think the Ant-Man one will be more likely because I think that movie is coming out in February, uh, later of uh, early next year. Um, and I think Guardians will probably the Guardians trailer will probably drop sometime in the winter of next year or spring of next year because that's coming out in May. Um, D twenty three I think has is going to really answer a lot of questions of those missing spots in Phase six. There's a lot of projects that I think uh, I think still could be announced. Personally, I think Deadpool three is going to be announced at D twenty three. I think we can definitely get a uh, I think a Spider Man four announcement of Tom Holland's four Spider Man movie is going to be announced. Uh, a lot is going is a lot is going to happen. Considering he's also on the poster for D twenty three and he's be on like these little. Uh, on the street corners, like he's like in these flyer things. And like, usually Sony, um, Sony does like the whole, they, they kind of give like when they want to announce it, but I'm guessing they may have given Disney, uh, permission at this point, uh, real quickly, Pat, uh, before we sign off here, what are some things that you would like to see at D 23 when they're announced? The big things I had for, uh, phase six was, um, the big reveals would be fantastic Four. And we went over that. Um, Avengers Kang Dynasty. Avengers Secret Wars. A Black Panther official trailer. Because isn't it supposed to come out in two months, I believe? November, two or yeah. three months from now? Yeah. So that's coming out soon. And then I would like a Ant-Man and the Wasp. That trailer. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Something like that. And that's what I would like. I have to agree but with a lot of those things. Like, yeah. Yep, that's what I would like for the big reveals, and then those uh, the last things, last bits would be the side pieces that would like complete it for me. Also, right. um, sorry. No, um, go ahead, keep going. X Men, X Men. Like I would love to see mutants make that crossover. I would too. I think we're gonna start seeing some mutants crossover. I think slowly. We got Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel as the first mutant in the MCU officially. Namor is going to be the Submariner is going to be in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and he was labeled as the first mutant in the Marvel comics. Um, I think we'll see more. There is a Wolverine Easter egg in the second episode of She-Hulk, um, which, if you didn't see it, it's a man with metal claws gets into a bar fight. Um, I think we'll definitely see a Black Panther trailer. I think we'll see the teaser trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I think we'll get the casting for the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man 4 announcement. I think a lot of what is empty in Phase 6 will uh, become fuller in uh, after D23 this coming weekend. Uh, hate to wrap up the podcast a little short, but something came up and I need to take care of it. Uh, but uh, Pat, thank you so much for coming on, man. I, re- I really, really appreciate it. It was great to catch up with you. First man. Uh one last question from Sure. Multiverse of Madness. American Chavez, is she a mutant or is she just like No, I don't believe she's a mutant. But but I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't uh you know completely yeah. take it out of the question. Equation. The equation, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. Um but but so far it's Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Not really. Okay. Appreciate right. it, man. Anytime. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's been uh it's been real being on here. Thank you guys. Of course, man. I, I we we appreciate it. Next time we get you on, hopefully Vinny will be able to 
uh, stay on with this one. So anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. If you like what you heard, please uh, follow us on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod and fanspeculation, all one word, on Twitter if you have those social medias. Uh, if you don't, we just appreciate you listening to us. If you like what you heard, give us a five-star review on your uh, your favorite podcast app, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you can find those uh, fine uh, podcast apps. Uh, it really helps uh, with, uh, the, with how we can expand this this small podcast but we appreciate those of you who listen every single week and uh, appreciate those of you who show us to your friends so thank you so much for listening to this episode of fan speculation what are you excited for about t23 fantastic four announcement ant-man the wasp quantumania black panther wakanda forever let us know on our socials so for cj palmasano <laughs> that's pat rona <laughs> thank you so much for listening thank you for listening we'll see you next time the gang bang <laughs> <laughs>